This is CT Startup, your source for information on entrepreneurs, investors, and resources in the Connecticut startup ecosystem. From university campuses to industrial labs, from Stanford to Hartford, and from Danbury to Norwich, if it's happening out there in Connecticut, you'll find it in here. Now it's time to enter into a world of innovation, a world of human struggles, heartbreak, and achievement. And most of all, a world of wonder. Welcome to CT Startup. Welcome to CT Startup, an inside perspective on the startup ecosystem in the great state of Connecticut. I'm one of your co-hosts, Eric Francis. Dave Menard from Eartha Kalina. Chris DeMauro from Sublime Exposure Online. And uh, we're here like a little, little year-end uh, roundtable, huh? How you guys doing? It's been a, it's been a little bit. Been, it's been a fantastic year, <laughs> I mean, w- w- without a doubt. I mean, it's been an exciting year in the ecosystem. It's been a great year for the podcast. The, I mean, I think I heard we were over uh, over a thousand downloads a month. Is that right? Something like that. We're we're doing pretty well. Um, I think in November we had over eight hundred. So nice. I mean, we're getting out there for, for for a podcast about Connecticut companies <laughs> in Connecticut. That's not bad. <laughs> that that's, is, that's for sure. That's a good <clears throat> right. You know, yeah. I mean, we. You know, in the since the beginning of last year, we've come really far. We've done a lot of interesting events. You know, the the UConn IQ program, um, the CBG CT Tech Tour, and you know, having come so far from with this podcast so far, I think we're all looking forward to 2018 and. Yeah, things coming then, and we do have some interesting things coming up. Now we can't give away all of our secrets, of oh, course. No, no, we got to keep people on the edge. But, it's like uh, Disney; you know, you got to keep them in line because if you don't keep them in line, then the ride's not good. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. We got to build anticipation. <laughs> um, we got to have a great queue, lots of interactivity. Yeah. Um, so the uh, so we have interest from uh, a couple of radio stations we're talking to about expanding the podcast mm-hmm. into another broadcast medium. Um, we've added uh, Andrea Stolf as one of our regular co-hosts. So not here today, but not here today. Unfortunately, she she's uh, feeling under the weather. But uh, you know, here with us in spirit. Yeah, but I mean, she brings a great experience. Uh, you know, a, a former hedge fund partner, former chief marketing officer for a Forty One Hundred Company. I mean, really brings a nice you know inside executive experience um, to our podcast. So I, I you know we have that. We're going to be looking at doing some more special events next year. Uh, as well as, you know, continuing regular interviews and trying to get deeper into the ecosystem and introduce mm-hmm. you to people that uh, some of who you've heard of and some of maybe who you haven't but would like to know. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. So, and go ahead. No, I was going to say is that in, in like this year, especially for me, for, you know, it's definitely flown by, you know, with, with our with trifecta and going and, you know, getting our new space and everything, which we're in the green room right now. So um, <laughs> quite <laughs> but, literally uh, a green literally, room. Literally, yeah, a green room. Oh, uh, it's so great. You know, we're yeah, yeah, we're very uh we're very colorful. Um but uh but no, but like this this year there's a lot of been happening in the state. It it's been it seems that things are happening. You yes. know, there's there's things that are happening. Um people are getting a little more um, you know, excited for Connecticut. It seems like some investment might be popping in for some companies. Um so it it's been it's something where if we can roll it into 2018 that'll be good. Well, no. certainly, uh, innovation places grants those uh, well, money. For, for, money started flowing. That's you know? right. So, for 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 good or for ill, uh, I know there's been some controversies there, but it has brought in more money and and created more activity. It did. Um, and then, uh, you know, we have places that are really getting going. Uh, the district will be opening in 2018, mm-hmm. uh, and that's going to be exciting for not only the New Haven area, but I, I, I believe that that place has the potential to be a tech hub for the state. Um, I, I, I do, uh, 
I have high hopes for the for the district. Um, why why there <clears throat> versus other places, or what 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 is the what is kind of what are you seeing that they have versus the other ones? Because it reminds me of the Cambridge Technology Center okay. up in Boston. I mean, it is a it it's a relatively urban location, but it has its own campus. Um, it has office space for advanced companies, co-working space for starting companies. Um, a uh, investors will have offices there. Okay. Um, they're going to have an educational area, so they're going to be you know regular teaching classes and and, and conference rooms and uh, I think in a little auditorium. There's going to be places on the outside uh, for both uh, events and on the inside for you know larger events. Um, there's going to be a great law firm opening an office there. <laughs> Who's that? Yeah, um, <laughs> who and who would that be? Yeah, I, the law lab from Bertha <laughs> Kalana, uh, is a, a new looking law firms. Uh, okay, it, well, it's going to be an open space. It's going to be uh, very collaborative. It's not going to be you know oak paneled with separate offices. It, it is really meant to invite people in and have them spend time nice. there. I, I will say, you know. From what David uh, Salinas who has told us about it, it seems like the kind of co-working campus Connecticut deserves. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we, you know, we all are fans of this state, and he's kind of bringing a lot of different things well, together. There's going to be a restaurant and a beer garden there. There's going to be a concert, uh, like a yeah, like a, a little concert venue. Yeah, like I mean, it's more than just. So it's more of a community center, like community, like campus. I guess you can say. Than, yeah, it's like where somebody can come though and spend all day. They don't have to leave the campus to go anywhere and and it's not far from Yale or downtown New Haven or you know mm -hmm. most other colleges in the state and it's just like to me that is the center right mm -hmm. that is the real that, that that is something that can attract a lot of different people and have a lot of energy that just you know spins yeah. like a vortex in that area so that's my uh, th that's why I I think it will do well He's also so, so how much is David paying you for this uh, <laughs> this little uh, I, can't, I can't talk about that <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. But, that, but that Martha Kalina deal the, the campus yeah, nice. yeah but, but, but nice. David you know I mean I, I can't talk about you know what, what he's got going on but you know there's also some very very large companies uh, like well-known household names that are talking about making investments in that space okay and if it, as investors or actually like being like having their campuses there or having like an offshoot campus there kind well, of part, may, maybe having labs there or doing yeah. other or, or or contributing to the internet or what you know or, or communication space and all that and so again it, to me that's one of the more exciting projects coming in. I, I, I think it's, uh, you know, we've seen spaces that I, that I think extremely highly of, like Cure Commons yep. um, and, and Reset and other places, uh, the Grove at New Haven. Um, but this is sort of like another step above that. So it, does it actually come down to, and this is, I think, that um, uh, what I've been seeing more in the state is that, is it the, is it the confidence in the execution that I think a lot of people are kind of thinking about is that is that what you're thinking too? Is that like because there's people who have had these visions before, right? You know what yes. I'm saying. And so is it is but, it? But this person actually bought a former bus depot and is turning it into a campus. <laughs> I mean, so it, there's like <coughs> actually been movement without it, without it, actual, you know. And, and it's a lot of self investment. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, David Salinas and Digital Surgeons. You know, those guys believe in themselves. They 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 believe in the area and mm -hmm. they're willing to put their money where their mouth is. Um, which, frankly, is the toughest thing in this industry. <clears throat> well, for sure. And, uh, you know, in a similar vein, though, I think uh, the district is kind of uh, showcasing that people are starting to believe in Connecticut cities again, too. You know, in, in Hartford, there's been a lot of action. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, the district's down in New Haven. It's like this modern campus co-working. But in Hartford, we also had Upward Hartford, which has, again, yeah. it's brought a sense of 
modern modernity. Bleh. You know what I mean? Feels super like techie and San Francisco, New Yorkish, and people are kind of you know making investments into Connecticut's yep. urban core again, mm-hmm. which is you know something that I really think is a good trend for 2017 that I hope continues into 2018. Mm-hmm. You know? So so let's talk about the downside of that though. Yes. Right. And and, and this of splitting the state from Hartford to New Haven uh, <laughs> or, or well, even well, like of even splitting there, the like community the, yeah. even further. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean one of the <clears throat> one of the benefits of having an active community is that you get a lot of offshoot programs. Like you said a lot of people have had yeah. ideas like the district. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um very few have taken off. I I was talking about this the other day cuz I, I I know of four right now, four groups that want to set up incubators or accelerators in the New Haven area. <laughs> and and I and please I, tell me what different focuses at least. Wow. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, some of it's a little bit different, but but there's definitely overlap. And and I've talked, I, I've talked to all these groups, and you know, it's not it's not my place to say wh- whether they should or shouldn't do it or can and cannot make yep. it. I, and I, and I think very highly, very much so <clears> of <throat> of all these people. They they really want to contribute to the community. Yep. But the fact is, is we do have this we, we do have this inevitable splitting. Uh, of the community. I mean, if you've got Reset in Upward Hartford, how many entrepreneurs are there in Hartford? Uh, if you've got, you know, the district could work in, I think, could work in Yale, be, or could work in New Haven because Yale companies need a place to go after they graduate. And I mean, but, that's that's one of the reasons why, it, like, uh, I mean, that's the only uh, reason why it could work, potentially. Yeah. Yeah. But, they're not, but they're not the only ones. You've got, like I said, you've got at least three other groups that want to do incubators, accelerators. Mm-hmm. You've got you know, and you've got the Grove, and you've got the people from C Click Fix who invested in in new space, and mm-hmm. it's really, um, it's a very busy community. It's very active. Uh, I think Fairfield has also some of the same issues, um, and then of course, you know, there's the various universities and colleges, and they do, some of them cooperate, but some of them don't yeah. like cooperate. Oh. And then some of them have so many divisions on their own campuses. They, it doesn't. They, they don't even know. It's like, it, oh, exactly. you work with that person. Oh, there's this institute. There's yes. that institute. It's like Jesus. But that's an also a thing is that like I, it, some some of these accelerators, right? Most accelerators, the business model is very difficult. Yes. <laughs> I, mm. I, haven't, I haven't really found one that works. Maybe the the Y Combinator, you know. But that again, they scale. They they went huge and they had some huge successes. They and had you, the Dropbox. They had this. They that. You and know. you need to, you need to be able to track companies with cash. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. You, I mean. Think about accelerators, you can't have companies pay you. The, the really successful accelerators pay the companies. Yeah. They, they, you know, they, they make an investment. Or there's a legitimate investment to, to be one, right? Yeah. So they can make that, that, that you know, investment to actually go out there. Well, and, and that, that's another good segue into another kind of trend we're seeing in Connecticut in, in 2017 was the rise of the venture capitalists in Connecticut, I guess. Like, this seems like there is... One of the, one of the things I remember talking about when I first came on is the lack of investment, the lack of uh, people out there trying to invest in companies in Connecticut, and especially during the CVG uh, CT Tech Tour, I felt like these guys are out there. The money is out there. It's just me, now we just need to build those bridges a little better. And you know, I, I'm not saying we're there, but I do feel as though in 2017 progress in the Connecticut startup ecosystem has been made. Building those bridges, we got the we got the we got the framework out. We can't, you know, you can maybe cross it if you got really good balance, but you know, we're not, we haven't laid the tracks yet. So, you know, I, I think as this ecosystem continues to evolve, we will hopefully see, you know, more investors coming to the state and checking it out and building this tech corridor between yeah. Boston and New York, maybe. Yeah. Well, hopefully people will, uh, you know, listen to this podcast where they want to find good companies to invest in. Right? <laughs> yeah. That's I mean, I mean, the, I will have to say is that the the whole money thing. <clears throat> I guess maybe. 
from an entrepreneurial uh, standpoint is that this year I've kind of changed my mentality about like there's no money in Connecticut um, because that is, I, I think it's a limiting kind of a thing for, for an entrepreneur, especially in the, the ecosystem that there is no money, there is no that. It's just because then it, it's a self, uh, you know, f- fulfilling prophecy, you know, mm-hmm. and, it, and it's one of those things where I think that there's there's a lot of money on the sidelines right now. There's a lot of people who are out there that have money, even organizations that have money and that are willing to do stuff. So it's uh, again, it's a it's a thing where if if as a state we're saying that there's no money, then we're just going to there's not going to be the money. Yeah. It, it just like get over that fact as an entrepreneur. You're, first off, like sell the product. Try to get out there and just sell the product. You know, obviously, I mean, geez, we're, we're in the midst of raising money right now. And like you every company reaches a point where you, you either <clears throat> excuse me you either stay small or you grow, mm-hmm. you know, like you have to, there is a chasm that you have to jump over. Um, but again, it's, it's, um, it, I, I just think we just need to focus again on selling the product, making a good company, making a good product, getting into the customer's hands. Um, uh, absolutely. It's, it's the number one mistake. I think it's small, you know, young entrepreneurs, uh, or entrepreneurs that are in their very early stages make, which is just that they say, Oh, I got this idea. Somebody needs to invest in yeah. it. That's not how it works. Yep. Yeah, like everybody's got a good idea. Like it's the execution of that yeah, idea and, that gets you investment. And most investors don't even want to talk to you till you've got till you've actually made sales into a market. You can show that there's a customer yeah. that wants it. That you know, and frankly, you're not going to have good leverage to get a, a decent investment. <laughs> yeah, right. You're going to be giving up. You're going to give up everything. So, and that's actually an interesting thing. And maybe maybe some of the accelerators that are trying to start that should maybe uh, take a different approach. Instead of guaranteeing investors, why don't you? somehow guarantee customers or say you can get into X, we can give you these, these uh, pathways into actually talking to certain customers for B2B. That's huge. Mm -hmm. If there's, if there's an accelerator that was just working with B2B companies and they said that we can, you know, we have the, these, um, these different, um, these verticals that we can get you into or in front of customers. And instead of pitching to uh, a crowd of investors, you're pitching to a crowd of uh, potential customers. That would be huge. You know, and that that would actually change how uh, uh, entrepreneur looks at that yep. uh, accelerator. So, Connecticut investors, you heard it here first. Uh, <laughs> Eric will soon be raising funding for, for uh, his B two B, yeah, uh, customer discovery accelerator. Yep, yep. Um, and you know, you can make that check out to Chris tomorrow. Uh, yeah, I am the producer. No, so, no, no, no. You can just send Ethereum to my. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh boy, here we go. It's funny too because if, if, at the beginning of 2017, if if you had asked me what the finance um, revolution of 2017 was going to be. I would have said equity, equity, equity crowdfunding. Crowd and that, that, it seems like it hasn't gone really anywhere. It, yeah. It, it didn't... It, <clears throat> or at least it didn't, ca- didn't catch on like wildfire. It, it did not catch on like wildfire. Or, it was, California. Equity crowdfunding investments, I don't know what they are today, but through like June or July, it was something like 30 or 40 million total. What? Um, Across the country? Yeah. <laughs> and wow. then That's like nothing. That's but, weak. But it was accelerating. So like up until like March, it was like 10 million. Okay. So it went from like ten to thirty in two months. Now it's you know it's it's been increasing. So the market's there and it's growing. But I would have thought that would have caught on like Anybody wildfire. Anybody in Connecticut? Uh, not that I'm aware of. Okay. What are like the big sites to use? I know when we uh, kind of briefly talked about it earlier in the year. Oh boy. Uh, yeah, I know I mentioned that. I haven't looked at it recently. <laughs> You're like, is that a trend I kept on following? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was I, I was following, it, but I, I don't I don't have everybody <laughs> using it at the moment and. Uh, uh, there, there was one one site really stood out from the pack though, and I'm WeFunder. Is that right? Sounds actually familiar. I don't know. I, I'd have to go back and look. Maybe on the next podcast, I'll provide yeah. an update. Uh, I have to look at it anyways because I'm 
supposed to give a presentation on this soon. So, oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> so, so you know, group of students. Yeah, you should probably figure that out. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but again, uh, I mean, Bitcoin has been around for a while. The crypto has been around for a while. Um, and, uh, you know, this year it just tended to, to spike. I mean, it's been it's really been, what, the past two months, three months that it's yeah. gone up in, what, $15,000. One of the things that I think about the state uh, and just in general, the mentality has has seem to go like think bigger like it's not like we're not we don't have to think as small as we did um and it's like get out it, while while we want to promote connecticut as a good place to do have a startup and you know uh we're you're wedged between boston new york a lot cheaper mm-hmm. to live here all that kind of stuff you know you can say that we have higher taxes but again massachusetts and you may not <laughs> <laughs> um but uh but it's one of those things where um i think a lot of the companies that are doing well are thinking outside of connecticut they're yeah. like they may be located here but they are just thinking a lot bigger um, and getting new clients and just thinking like there's, the, well, again, it's the internet, right? It's like, I don't have to, I'm not, uh, confined to my geographic location anymore. So, and um, I actually have a couple, uh, of companies that are local Connecticut entrepreneur companies that have been around for a while that are going for exits in the next couple months. Really? Nice. Um, and obviously I can't talk about them now, yeah. but, uh, I expect that when they do exit, we'll have them on the podcast to talk about it. And it's yeah. nice. It's nice to see companies getting, you know, they're, they're, the the exits are are with companies that are outside of Connecticut. Yep. They're you know they're, they're acquisitions and they're um, they're getting national you know or international recognition for the work they're doing here, and that's great to see. And again, you, we we need those right. You need the stories. Yes. And, uh, well, we need we need both, <coughs> we need both, both the good we need both the good and the bad because yes. there has been definitely some companies that have um, already folded. You know, um, I you, mean, there's been been a few on the podcast that aren't around anymore. You know, we have we so. haven't talked about a failure party in a while. <coughs> we and, have uh, not. We have not. <coughs> And and the proposal still stands. Yeah. If if a company comes to us and they go out with a blaze of glory, um, we will hold a party for them, and yeah. we, we will yes. invite the community. And I mean, there there again, there are some on the podcast that would probably fit that bill. Yeah, and they, and they just need to, they just need to they just need to be willing to talk at the party about their experiences yeah. and and you know and, and, a little bit of self reflection. Oh, a hundred percent. And again, that's like the self awareness and being true to yourself. Mm-hmm. And and unfortunately, there's there's a lot of stuff in the state where sometimes it gets you know there's state money involved, so then yeah. people get a little hurt about it and you know wasted my money here and there. So it's just. Um, Again, there's there's the good and the bad always with entrepreneurship, which you you have to talk about too. And th- that's another thing too is I think that in Connecticut, um, I think people are getting more more and more um, understanding that it's not like it's tough. This isn't like a this isn't it, this yes. isn't an easy road, <laughs> um, and you have to really be willing to kind of um, you know go with the ups and downs and, and so forth. But um, anyways, the, like it, that's the funny thing is that while you know for some people like. On, for me, there was obviously tough moments this year. You know, we, we did a lot this year. But again, everything's still moving in, like, upwards, right? It's like that upward trend, mm-hmm. right? You know, so... Um, it, I actually, you know, I think this is a good moment for you to kind of talk about, you know, let's talk about where what we have all personally been up to this year. You know, Eric, I, I know you've had a big year, yeah, you know, I mean, with we, I mean, yeah, we, we signed a lease in last March. Um, you know, we, within eight months, we redid an 8,000-square-foot location, put up a urban farm. Signed a deal with a big, uh, uh, with Crack, um, got into a bunch of schools, you know, we're in a fundraising round right now, so it's been something where, I mean, we're, we, we have felt all the, the highs and lows of entrepreneurship this year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've hired our first full-time person, we're hiring another person, so, um, it's, it's, you know, it, it, it's a part of it. Um, and, and then it, that's another thing too, is that people talk about jobs and everything, but then they don't actually understand like what that, 
like how big of a company you have to be to sustain even yes. a couple <laughs> of employees, just a couple of employees mm-hmm. and this and that. And you get into all the other stuff, you know, we start caring really more about healthcare reform. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, oh yeah. All of a sudden. Yeah. You know, you know so I um, have opinions on healthcare now. <laughs> exactly. I have opinions on everything. <laughs> it affects me. Um, but, uh, in general, it's, it's been, it's been great. Um, we've seen a lot of movement in the state in the sense of people working together, um, interesting partnerships or people wanting to do, uh, interesting collaborations. Um, but we've also seen the pitfalls of, of some of that as well. You know, um, some of the bureaucracy that's we, we've hit, um, and just some of the ups and downs of any, usually any government program <laughs> anytime when oh. you're, and also uh, it's one of those things where, um, while the, all those programs are great, uh, there's great to have grant money out there. Um, it, your business cannot rely on any of that. Yeah, you know, there's there's none of that. Um, and also, you just have to understand how that plays into the larger scheme of everything, right? Everything has a connection point. Everything is connected to everything else. So you just have to you just have to be more aware of all that. It, it's you know going back to what you said, make a product, you know, generate revenue, move forward, and you know the money will find you. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully. Yeah, well, again, hopefully. But, but it, again, it's also one of those things where you got to start thinking bigger. It's just there's, there's one, you just have to make the switch to say, all right, we're in a different mode now. We're in a different mm-hmm. thought pattern. Um, and we look at our company completely differently. You know, like it's uh, more importantly, and this is, I think, one of the big things for entrepreneurs is that um, people want to see traction, people want to see m- movement forward. So when a person says no or a person gives you like slack or you, you don't get, um, you know, an award or whatever like that, and you say you're still going to hit a goal or you're still going to do something and then you do it, that just, you know, your points go up and then you do it again and then mm-hmm. you do it again and you do it again. And then people, that's the thing is that, um, and, and this is another thing, the idea is shit, it's the execution. Like uh, that's yeah. another thing that I've seen a lot is that people are just like, it's executing, I don't care, you know. And, and, and also, it's just, uh, I've talked to some entrepreneurs around the, the ecosystem is that it's getting very, very clear now um, <clears throat> when you're talking to people who are real and who aren't, if that makes sense. Yes, absolutely. There, there's, there's a, uh, you're starting to really understand the, the real people. <laughs> um, well, you developed an instinct for it over time. Exactly. The, the, the people who are serious, who aren't just talk, because, you know, there's a lot of those out there. Yeah, and I mean that's not that's not just Connecticut. That's, that's oh yeah, no, yeah. That, that, yeah. that's like ever that's in life, right? That's 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 in life. But nine out just, of ten people, you know, don't ever start a business. Yeah, and it's yeah. and it's one thing where like yeah, that, yeah, that's your relatives. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, but but it is one thing that I think that um, again, as the evolution of entrepreneurs, I, I am one of them. Um, you know, it's just you get to a point where it's it's. You, you, you start just thinking differently about, you know, everything. Um, and that progresses you forward or it holds you back, you know, so. And, and you know, um, I agree. I agree. I've definitely, uh, I've had a big year as well. Um, and I've started looking at business in general differently. Um, I've made a few hires. It's a pain in the ass. But, you know, at this point, it has freed me up to focus on how I want to grow my company. Mm-hmm. Wh- where, do, where, what, where do I fit in? What do I want to do with this? And a startup, the startup ecosystem in Connecticut is maturing because I, I feel like, you know, I'm not the only one looking at this, you know, as like a place to start, but not a place that I have to be stuck in. You know, I, I keep my business here, but I have to think nationally or, you know, potentially even globally at some point. And I, I just think that's a sign of an ecosystem that is maturing is mm-hmm. growing up and is saying you know we love that you started your business here 
but we understand that you got to spread your wings and leave the nest, yep. hopefully, because it means you're on to bigger and better yeah. things. So this is this is one thing I'd, I'd uh, actually put on to Dave is that um, with the with the maturing of the ecosystem, and, and you could disagree if it is maturing or is mm-hmm. not, or you know it's maybe an adolescent stage or it just hit puberty. I don't know. Um, is that I feel as if one of the signs that it is maturing a little bit is that um, there's more pushback on service providers being the lead. Or being the yeah. the kind of the 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 head of the the charge in the ecosystem kind of a thing. Have you have you kind of been feeling that? I mean, you're you're kind of the service provider side and like. Yeah, know. I <clears throat> I think uh, for, first of all, I I mean, I'm a big believer that service providers should never be the, the lead <laughs> yeah, in, yeah. in a system. I mean, sometimes they are because they they have a vested interest in building a system that's yeah, sustainable right. and. And on the entrepreneur side, entrepreneurs come and go. Mm-hmm. So someone could show up, be really a driving force for a year, two years, or three years, and then disappear. Exactly. But the service provider is making a career yep. living in that community <clears throat> and supporting it. So so I, I think that service providers have a role in driving a community. But I don't think they should ever be the lead of a community because mm-hmm. that's that's not their role. And and. Frankly, um, you know, it, I don't think that's good for a community either. I think, I think the, you know, it really should be the entrepreneur organizations and the investors that are leading the community. Hmm. Um, but I haven't noticed. I, I, I wouldn't I, say maybe, pushback, but yeah, it's more I, just like you know, like we don't need uh, any more of these, or we don't need any more of those. Yeah, know, I, I guess, I, I guess I haven't noticed any pushback, but I'm not in a. Again, probably it's my own personal philosophy that I'm not really in a capacity where somebody would push back yeah. i'm not I, you know i'm not I, I don't i don't except the other lawyers on the other side <laughs> yeah but but i don't lead any entrepreneur organizations yeah. i don't you know i've been involved in entrepreneur organizations in the past but i'm not i, I mean my role as an organizations is always as a mentor and, and a facilitator mm-hmm. and, and that's it and i don't you know i i'm not a uh I, again because i don't believe that we should be leading, I think that I'm a big believer in community support. So what yep. we do is, and this has been our year, we, we've, you know, this, this the, the emerging companies group at Mirtha used to just be me. Um, and then it was me and an associate, and then me and a couple associates. And now we have, we have a five, five partner IP department. We have uh, a, an immigration lawyer who does entrepreneur work and work with entrepreneurs. We have um, we have employment lawyers, and now we just hired a, we have a nonprofit specialist. So, so like now, this emerging companies team that used to just be me is like you know is, is like mm, yeah. ten to fifteen people, um, <clears throat> and we've been growing rapidly, and and it's fantastic, and, and it's a, it's an honor to work with these people, like it really is. Um, but uh, but you know when they come into the group, it's still the original philosophy that I I put forward, which is that you know. We, uh, when we work in the community, we work as mentors. Mm-hmm. We, we, we're not service providers in, in the sense that we don't, you know, just because we talk with somebody, we don't make them a client, and we don't, yeah. you know, we don't, we don't. You, push, you don't want everybody as a client either. <laughs> yeah, you know, and we don't push our services on people. That's mm-hmm. the key. Yeah. You know, if people come to us of their own accord after the fact, that's fine. But but the whole philosophy is a rising tide lifts all boats. Um, so, anyways, that's that, that was our goal. We've like I said, we've expanded our departments uh, and. Um, I can't believe the team we have now, and, and I'm, I'm really excited about that. And, you know, it's funny. People don't think of lawyers as entrepreneurs, but the fact is... Mo- a, lot most, a lot of lawyers end up being entrepreneurs, right? They get into real estate or they get into... Yeah, well, well, it's also law is entrepreneurial in the sense that, you know, law firm is a collection of small businesses, right? You have to, you have to go and build your own practice yeah. and, and maintain your own business year after year. Nobody's 
helping you do that. Mm-hmm. You're lucky you have a marketing department that you know may <laughs> may assist. But and and so that's you know, so that's essentially what I've been doing, and, and what we're doing is you know we're trying to build build a group that's sustainable, right? We're just building a company that's sustainable that 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 does reasonably every year, and yet achieves our personal goals of whatever that may be, yep. you know, building the community or enjoying my job or you know just and it, I, I think there's been so much happening in 17 that I can't imagine like how much stuff's going to happen in 18. Mm. <laughs> I just feel like there's going to be so much movement, so much happening. But um, but yeah, so I think uh, overall, overall, I think 2017 was a good year. Uh, the CT startup uh, community um, definitely progressed. We've matured. Uh, a lot of the same people still around, still moving moving stuff forward. Some businesses have gone uh, have have raised money, have done well. Some have gone bust. But you know, that's the that's the nature of the world. From from a personal spe- perspective, uh, and I think I can speak for everybody on the table in this, uh, on this one. I love it. It wasn't an easy year. Um, no, no, it was but, not. But at, at the end of it, um, we can look back and say, wow, there was real progress. And um, there are wonderful people out there doing amazing things. Um, and it's inspiring to watch. And, yeah. and it's great to be a part of, yeah. it, just to be in the middle of it. And, you know, with 2017, you know, now behind us, looking forward to 2018, I... I personally have a lot to look forward to, you know, in a macro level, on a micro level, you know, like yeah. with the podcast. With I mean, we're just doing this with you oh, guys. I, I was yeah. th- I was thinking Avengers: Infinity yeah. War, <laughs> 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 thinking, Disney fanboy <laughs> forever. But yeah, oh, The Incredibles too. I think comes out next. Oh, summer. Uh, okay, see? fourteen years later, but well worth the but wait. Well yeah, worth right. the wait. Yeah. So, it, it, Hopefully, uh, on that great note. Exactly. So. Well, guys, it's been a good year, and uh, see you next year. Yeah, thanks for listening. Thank you. Thank you for listening to CT Startup. More Connecticut startup news, information, and events can be found at ctstartup.com. The weekly episodes of this podcast can be downloaded from iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and ctstartup.com. Finally, we would like to thank both Sublime Exposure Online and Mirtha Kalina for providing resources and space to CT Startup, which make the show possible. See you next week.